Hello and welcome to Where the Living Room Used to Be, a podcast about Rhode Island's music scene. RI5, Joe Potenza. Uh, what is or was your favorite Rhode Island record store and why? Okay, um, there's, uh, I'll give it to Beacon Records. Okay, yeah, yeah. On uh, North Main Street, at the corner of North Main Street in Cyprus. Yeah. That was where I bought my first, first two records I ever bought. Yeah. was uh, Sergeant Pepper and Herb Alpert's album, The Lonely Bull. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> Uh, that's also where I bought uh, Bitches Brew and uh, and a whole bunch of other things. The, the, um, the first Santana record I bought there. Yeah. And my father used to take me there. So that, that and then years later on the east side, uh, my friend Paul Lilla's jazz store called Phoenix Records, which was on Angel Street. Oh, okay. Right near to Angel and Thayer uh, in upstairs. Great jazz collection. Wow, all right. He, yeah, that would be one of the places, you know. Feet, when was so. that act? That's actually... In the 80s. Okay. All yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with that Yeah, one. Paul is like a super knowledgeable, knowledgeable jazz fan. He lives not far from here. and yeah. um, But he owned that store for a while. and cool. uh, and, uh, and And it was a nice father-son thing because my father had just retired at that point. And uh, I told him about that and a couple of other places I went. And then he would he would go and he'd pick up some things. Then he'd call me up and told me tell me what he'd buy. What oh, he bought wow, that nice. day, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I found a couple of Joe Pass records that I didn't have. So I, they got, they good. It was great. The guy at Phoenix Records, he's a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so uh, and and they both have a connection to my pop actually, because he took us to Beacon Records, and then and I got did. him. I I told him about Phoenix Records. Cool. What is your favorite drink that's tied to the state? Favorite drink? What was the last part? You know, that's like your favorite, like kind of Rhode Island drink. You know, it's kind of connected. Oh, okay. Um, uh, You know, Dells or awful, awful. Yeah, probably coffee milk. Coffee milk. Yeah, Yeah. coffee milk. Yeah, that was like a big treat when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah, it was. um, I was never a big. When when I was a kid, they used to call frozen lemonade. My they they called it slosh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And there was a place way before Dells that was the kind of near our house, Paul's Lemonade. And my father would take us there in the summertime, and everybody else would get slush, and I would get coffee ice cream. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I I would have to say coffee milk. And nothing against Dells, and there's nothing like it, like once in a while on a hot day. But I'm not a huge, you know, fan of that kind of stuff. But I, 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 the coffee milk was like a treat. Yeah. Because at, at school, when you, you know, everybody got, well, when you got to, you know, the nuns didn't want you to buy coffee milk or chocolate milk. But if it was there and you bought it, you you could get it. Oh, okay. You know? well. <laughs> <laughs> they would prefer that you got white milk, but uh, coffee yeah. milk was kind of like the cool thing. So coffee milk. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now that you brought it up, I'm just curious. Like what, uh, with Paul's Lemonade, was that uh, like a precursor to Dell's? Like, no, it was like a, a small storefront. I mean, but when I was even if it's connected, but was it that same? No, no, not not at all. No, it wasn't connected. It was no. just a local guy. But like the product was like, were they making what Dell's is now? Yeah, yeah, it? okay, yeah. So yeah, I guess I'm asking like, did Dell's rip off this? Oh product? no, no, <laughs> it was it was a common thing. Frozen yeah, yeah. lemonade, you know, yeah, it was yeah. kind of, Dell just kind of like turned into a a big thing. Yeah, but I mean, at that point, I'm talking about like when I was like six, seven, eight. 
every place you'd go, there'd be storefronts where people opened up grocery stores and, you know, ice cream stores or, or, uh, you know, novelty stores or candy stores or bakeries or, you know, shoe repair stores or or that kind of, Uh all these little storefronts, you know, every, in, in every neighborhood had a bunch of them. Yeah. The one I grew up in, you know, the neighborhood I grew up in had like a variety store, with an ice, a soda fountain, and um, a grocery store, and they were run by cousins. Yeah, <laughs> Bobby Jacoby and uh, and and uh, Tony Jacoby, and yeah. then uh, up the end of the street was the precursor to um, Cumberland Farms, like a yeah. small like milk type store. Okay, and around the corner was uh, was was the cobbler. You know the the shoe repair guy, yeah. And around the corner from that was 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 uh, Paul's Lemonade, yeah. You know ice cream store, and you know uh, like a small meat market over here. It was just like this little village kind of thing, yeah. You know, and every area had them. They sprung up everywhere. Tons of small, you know, little businesses That's that cool. are you know somebody's pharmacy or you know yeah. Uh, drugs, so in drugstore, that, that that kind of thing. It was, yeah. uh, there were just a ton of them. And that's, it, uh, you know, it's understandable. You know, the progression is easy to understand, but I, I grew up in that time. That type of, yeah. Yeah. And now I drive through my old neighborhood and I realize how small a little village it was. <laughs> it, it was one street with a couple of like offshoots, and everything happened in that one little area. And one street over was my paper route. You know, and the church that we went to was on that same street and the funeral parlor that my grandma's funeral is right next to that. It was all in this little area. And now when I drive through there, I think, my God, what a small area. The downside of that was, you know, you know, I didn't see anybody different from me for a long time. Oh, you're just so insulated, and like, you know, this is your world yeah. or those like yeah, it was yeah, it was you know, so that, that, that was a you know, a downside to it. Yeah, but uh, you know, because again, it was like you know, late fifties, early sixties. Yeah. Um, but you know, thankfully things were still you know, by the time I got in you know into high school and things were starting to you know change a little bit more, and you know, you le- you learned a little bit more. Yeah. But it it, it was incredible. It was a bu- little bubble. That was great, but also very yeah. insular. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is your favorite place in Rhode Island? I'd say two. Beaver Tail yeah. and Jamestown. That was my late sister's favorite place. And I did love going there. Mm-hmm. And Chase Farm on Great Road in uh, Lincoln. yeah. The other side of uh, of Lincoln Woods. Yep. Um, we used to take our dog there and walk around. And a friend of mine said, used the phrase once. He said, "This is what dog heaven would look like." Yeah. <laughs> and you go up in the hills, like hills, and there's a and pond, go, literally yeah. rolling hills, and yeah. then trees, and big fields, and a pond, and yeah. and paths, and 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 you know, it, and it is exactly that. We used to take our our old dog there. I can't wait to take take the take the new one there. It's yeah. just. You walk up into those hills, and it's it, it's it's like you know, and then pe- everybody has their dogs there, and they get yeah. off leash, and it's like this this is what dog heaven would yeah. look like, yeah, you know. And it's 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 a very it's a really nice place to be. I haven't been there in a while. Mm-hmm. I stayed away from there. I drove by there right after our dog died, and it's like I, I got out and stood in the parking lot, and I, I cried. I was like, oh man, this is Nola's, you know, this is where yeah. we used to take Nola. 
but now it's like I can't wait to you know <laughs> to, to go back there again yeah. with the with the new dog. It's just it's a great place. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah definitely, it's uh, picturesque. It's yeah. got, uh, but yeah, you kind of big uh, wide open space. I love it, and the yeah. fact that they preserved it like that is you know and the yeah. trails and all this stuff. Yeah, I love that stuff. Dig it. What is your favorite Rhode Island pizza? Well, I wasn't I wasn't sure about that one, but uh, again, I have to say two. Um, one from my youth and one from my adulthood. So Twins Pizza from my youth, because that was the place where when we got pizza, Pop would go to Twins, twins. to pick it up. Yeah. Um, and Fellini's oh, <laughs> as yeah, an adult. Yeah, yeah. Because you can go there after a gig and, yeah. <laughs> you know. They're ready for you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so what do you like to get there though? Oh, I don't, um, uh, I don't, I don't like a whole lot of like toppings, but like sometimes, you know, stuff with like the, the um, like the whole tomatoes, that kind of stuff. Okay. I love that, like that. And there's, there's one I got to try. I haven't tried yet. Gino has been there and Gino's lived in Italy, so he knows, but uh, there's a place in South County called Pasquale's okay. that's supposed to be like authentic Neapolitan pizza. Yeah. And you have to do it a certain way in order to be able to be called that. It's yeah. one of the few in the country that, you know, they'll like that. Wow, okay. And Gino said he's had the real thing in Naples. And he said this one made him weep. Wow, okay. <laughs> so I've got I've to try yeah, that. That's a... <laughs> yeah, he said, he said I, I wept. Yes, all right. <laughs> cool. So I, I, I'm due to try that one. But the, uh, the other two, and because they re- represent two, you know, twins, oh, I, I can't help but think, of, like, Bob's going to get pizza. We're going to, he's getting twins. There, all right, yeah. so we knew he was going to twins. Um, and then, um, just being able to go to Fellini's, now it's, it's, that, that was a grown up thing to do. Now, yeah. now, now, now I'm an adult. I can stay out late at night and, yep. and, go, and, go, Definitely. and it was, it's a cool place. It's, you know, they, yeah. they, you know, so. Dig it. Yeah. So it's, it's not so much about the food as it is like the associations. Yes. And things. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the same thing with the record stores, you know, so yeah. much of this goes away. I'm realizing how much I miss my father now too. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite event that takes place in the state? Current event or, or one? It can t- be, yeah, it can be uh, something that's that's yeah. you know happened in the past. It doesn't have to be music. Right, well, it's still going on, and I haven't been to it in a while. But we used to go to it a lot a number of years ago, and one edition in particular was very momentous for me, which is the Newport Jazz Festival. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife and I used to you know. When I wasn't working as much, you know, doing as many gigs, a few years ago, for about five or six years in a row, we went every year. Mm-hmm. And one year, we just rented a room in Newport and just went for a few days. The 50th anniversary, we went. Okay. Yeah, where yeah. I saw, like, Ornette Coleman and Wayne Shorter in rapid succession. And uh, it was also Roy Haynes's 50th birthday, 80th, 80th birthday, I should say. And he had, like, tons of guests, like Chick career and... And uh, Gary Burton and Pat Metheny and Jack DeJohnette and Dave yeah. Holland and it was just you know and Roy Haynes is eighty years old and playing that so yeah but also the fact that it's still going on yeah you know, the fact that it's still it, it's you know, something that started in Rhode Island and also it, it I think it started the year I was born okay yeah it began the year I was born or the year after or something like that yeah um, and I got to go to the one in nineteen sixty nine. 
where he brought in a whole bunch of rock bands for the first time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, like we 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 didn't pay. We there was a hill outside the fence. It was, wasn't where it is now. Okay. It was in town, and um, we snuck, crawled up into the hills and didn't get caught and just like brought binoculars, but you could hear everything. Yes. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I heard Led Zeppelin on their first tour wow. of the states, and Jeff Beck with Rod Stewart played, and. Herbie Hancock was on the bill. We didn't know who he was, but there was this guy. Who's this guy, Herbie Hancock? We want to hear Zeppelin. No. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but he was there, and um, uh, who was, um, I missed Miles. We got stuck in traffic the afternoon he was playing. Oh, okay. But he was playing there. Um, Jethro Tull, when they were, were brand new, when they were still like a blues band. Yeah. You know? Um, who else was that one, uh, that year? I, there, were, there was shows I they, they would run it for four days and four nights so afternoon and night shows for four days yeah okay and um, that year James Brown played um, John Mayall played there um, uh, Frank Zappa's band played there in the afternoon wow. I missed that yeah you know yeah, one whole Saturday concert was an afternoon with James Brown so it was the whole James Brown review for an afternoon <laughs> Wow. And earlier on, I remember, um, when I was younger than that, a few years before that, there was a local AM station that used to broadcast it at night. Okay. On, okay. Live on the, so they would broadcast it live on the radio. Yeah. And I remember my father listening to it on summer nights, like right around 4th of July weekend was when they did it then. Yeah. And he'd just turn on and listen to the jazz festival. And it was just kind of there. Yeah. You know? And he that's knew cool. about, he'd tell me about this person, oh, that's this person, you know, he'd mention, you know, make yeah. a couple of connections. But uh, just the fact that it was there, it's like, this is in Newport right now. Yeah, this is, yeah. You know, <laughs> and I didn't understand it, I didn't know it, but I just knew it was a big deal, and it was just there on the radio. Yeah. You know, so the fact that that's been here, and it's, you know, it's uh, it was a big, you know, a, a big thing for me when mm-hmm. I was a teenager, and for us to be able to go, you know, as adults and just like actually sit and, you yeah. know, and listen, you know, to, to see that stuff. And that it's still going on, even though I haven't been able to go in a few years. But the fact mm-hmm. that it's still, you know, happening. Yeah. You know, that's that, that's great. That's something, you know. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, all, there's tons of other places. That was the first one. That's where this is where the whole, the whole concept started yeah. you know, and developed. Yeah. You know, and when I realize who played here. Yeah. You know, when you see like lineups. Yes, yeah, yeah. Of this year or that year. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. I can't believe it. Like in an afternoon. And there were like eight of these things. Yeah. Four afternoons and four night shows. Yeah. You know. Wow. <laughs> so the fact that that's here and there's recordings of it and, you know, it's like, yeah, man. And that was like, you know. So, you know, that, that, would, that would be a big, a big thing. Definitely, you know? yeah. You know, just it... It was the idea that like something big time was happening right here, and it was actually just down the road. And then when we actually got to drive, and we're we're going to the place where this stuff happens. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, now again, I'm 12 years old at the 13 years old at this point. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, we're really there. That's actually them yeah. <laughs> playing this stuff, you know? Yeah. You know, yeah. it was it was that I got to see. The first three concerts I went to were Cream, Jimi Hendrix, and Jimi Hendrix. And then the next two were the band. Yeah. <laughs> you know? 
Wow. So <laughs> that was my introduction to yeah, live music. Right. <laughs> and then that summer in 1969, that festival in Newport with all these other guys. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, my oh my God. So like that, that was inspiring. Yeah. You know, I'd, I'd come back from that, you know, and go to school again the following, you know, September. What did you do this summer? Well, I did yeah. this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what the? Yeah. <laughs> and, and it, you know, and I just, it made me more anxious to get home and play. Yeah. You know, now and more motivation, more, you know. Yeah. Yeah, those those people are special when they can do that or having those those times. Yeah, just to have that there, you know, and and my folks allowed us to go. It was my my older brother, my older sisters, and their boyfriends, and they let me come along. And I was like thirteen years old. Yeah, okay, really? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So we got, no, you know, it was together though. They, they could have easily said no. Yeah, not, we're you know. bringing yeah, a little brother along. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. You can't, yeah, they're yeah. doing that. Yeah, but uh, but they did. Yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> and they you know, they knew what was going on. Yeah. You know, they weren't stupid. Yeah. yeah but uh, go ahead, take them. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you have them back. In the, yeah, exactly. In, yeah, yeah. Sure, we don't get lost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But that, yeah, that, the Newport Jazz Festival, Jesus. You know, the yeah. Fact, yeah. And we, we were reading about it and thinking, well, this, this stuff happened here. There was yeah. one year where um, some of the players decided that they had a beef with, with uh, what was being booked, like the, the, the two straight ahead. So there was like people like Charles Mingus and Max Roach mm-hmm. and a few other people like that that said, you know, they weren't booking that kind of music. They weren't really, they were kind of squeezing them out. They had their own festival. At the Cliffwalk Manor. Oh, okay. Yep, they just had it on the lawn at the Cliffwalk Manor. <laughs> they, they, they did their own festival. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I forgot what year it was, but <laughs> check that. Yeah. The Rebel Festival. It was <laughs> really. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Nice. I forget who else, but it was like all people like that. People who yeah, were more edgy yeah, in the yeah. very early '60s. You know. <laughs> oh, I dig that. That's cool. Uh, well, this has been. Super fun, Joe. Thanks for sharing this. Uh, thanks for sharing even just all the, the, the history of our stay. That was some uh, some great pieces that you passed along. So, uh, yeah, thanks again, Joe. Appreciate it. Oh, thanks for thanks for giving me the opportunity and uh, and and also just to get back to the you know to the band. Thanks for paying some attention to to what we're doing. Of course, yeah. Because it uh, you know it means a lot when people uh, when people pay attention and it, and it also helps other people find their way to us. So yeah, that's yeah. nice.
Thank you.